You're listening to the Debrief Podcast, and we have a conversation that is interesting to digest. In recent news, Maryland Court of Appeals has ruled that they can use rap lyrics as evidence in the conviction and trials of said artists and criminals or defendants, we'll say. With this comes a lot of backlash from our black community and those that subscribe to the genre of music called hip hop, because, you know, for a lot of us, we can consider that to be very systemically racist. It's, it's very, it's very towing the line of what is prejudice and what's not. Considering that a lot of people have tweeted you know, have discussed this issue as there are metal songs that talk about killing people, about egregious acts. There are famous blue songs that talk about the same actions. There, there are songs across the board that talk about illegal actions. However, the artists are not convicted for it. And I'm left here to think about, are, is the court really wrong for the decision? Are the, are the people, are we taking the wrong glance at this? And I consider it to be a, a toss-up because, yes, it's very, I, I feel like it's a malpractice. I, I think it's a, a, bad, a bad subscription to, you know, just say that it's rap lyrics that can be used in the court of law and can be used to convict. I think it should just be lyrics in general if we're going to do it like that. You know, if we're going to convict, we have to include everyone. This is inclusiveness. You know, that, that, that's the one thing about it, you know. And we have to be able to know context when it comes to lyrics. For example, there are several artists that will go on interviews to say that the actions that they sing or rap about are not the actions that they actually live on a daily basis. So it's the context that can really get someone in a bind. I know, I think it's Little Tekka. He is part of my generation. And he was reading off his lyrics in an interview with Genius, which is a lyrics format. It's an online website. And he was talking about like all these things, you know, holding guns, you know, messing around with like several women at once. And he was like, I literally do none of this in a very sincere way. And you have to take it as, okay, so if this was the court of law, how in the hell do we actually tell him about this? Now, in the context of this court case, the rapper that was convicted, Mr. Montague or Montague, however it's pronounced, he actually was was giving away context clues that are very too very much similar to the the crime at hand. He refers to a 40 caliber bullet which was used to kill the plaintiff and the family and you something like that can just really put a foot in your mouth because you know, if you're rapping about killing someone and for some magical reason, 
what you rap about is pieces of evidence in the case that you are currently in you really just put yourself in a very terrible position you put yourself in the rock in a hard place basically so where where does that leave us exactly if we consider other songs there's this popular song that my father put me on to which he considers the the bane and the end of ice T's music career and transition into acting. You know, he went on to do like Sugar Hill and he started, you know, being on the long-term show Law and Order SVU. And it was Mama's Gotta Die Tonight. Now, on that same album with Mama's Gotta Die Tonight is Cop Killer. And that's the one that really, you know, put the put the last needle on the camel, which later broke that camel's back. And in that song, if I could pull it up real quick. On the album of Body Count. Actually, I think that's no, that that is the actual group itself. Body Count. Between Mama's Gotta Die Tonight and Cop Killer. Which one did you think got the more attention and really got the negative reviews? Yeah, was it Mama's Gotta Die Tonight? You know, that, that's been a very popular theme in metal rock music for a while. Cop Killer, on the other hand, was the one that threw everyone into, into peril, had everyone's panties in a bunch, if you would say. And for black community, especially anyone that subscribes to hip-hop, the consideration is that, okay, there are lyrics like this. Why aren't we convicting those people for those lyrics? And if, we're, if I'm playing devil's advocate right now, even if I'm not playing devil's advocate, if I'm just playing balance of good and bad, I'm saying, well, okay, let's, let's put that band in trial. Did they kill anyone recently? Did they kill their mom? Did they kill the cop? Have they been convicted by the state for anything that their lyrics may be relative to? That's, that, that's the hard thing that is this thing that we're talking about. Like, it's been a part of culture for hip-hop where they, they talk about their life a little bit more than any other genre. It, it it's it's a grandchild of the blues. It is the child of funk. Now, black people and all other, I'm not going to even call them minorities because if I'm going to talk about it, they are the majority. And all other ethnicities that are non-European, their music is very reflective of the life that they live. Whether it is to be a griot and you are passing down stories among generations, whether it is representation of a dynasty, a family, an area, all ethnicities, with no prejudice here, are representative in the music. It's art. It's expressive. So you're going to have, you know, things told within the music, whether it's direct or indirect, being figurative. And 
for rap, it's been a very it's been a very large trend that they speak about exactly what they're living. I mean, it's rap music. It's not like R&B where you can be figurative. Now, granted, there are great storytellers in rap. Ghostface Killer, for example, is a phenomenal storyteller. And there are many others. So to roll credits and use the title of this episode, Being Better Than Them, if I'm going to be completely honest and not have any bias to support my, my black brothers and sisters, is that take the lessons that we're bashed over the head with and they're not as fair all the time. It's being better than them. That's what I learned growing up is being better than them. That that sounds like turn turn to other cheek a lot of times and stuff like that. However, you don't have to turn to other cheek consistently to be better than them and being peaceful and avoiding conflict. Being better than them is learning as well. So in this case, this is art. This is music. This is not direct race issues. So be a storyteller. Be more figurative. If, if that's the life you live and you are a killer, I do not condone murder. I do not condone, you know, a lot of these actions that are portrayed in songs. But if you're going to do it, well, dang it, you gotta, you gotta make it sound good. The, there's this one thing I've always, you know, kind of had a bias for between older rap and newer rap. And this goes as a majority as in pop music wise, not, you know, there, there are many artists that still follow in the old roots of it and storytelling and lyricism. If you think about what rap stands for, I've learned that rap stands for rhythm and poetry. So use your poetry. Well, one thing I've always paid attention to with the older hip-hop is, is how poetic they are. Jay-Z is one of my favorite people for the fact that, you know, he, he just has longevity. But his flow is is something unique. Him and Biggie, I describe as having a mafia flow. It's something that makes you feel like a boss. It gets you in the mood for the music. And though they can be very direct with their music, at the same time, they're going to give you figurative meanings 24-7, idioms out the wall. If you're a rapper, don't just be a rapper. Be a poet. That's why I ur- that's what I urge for every artist to be. Be more than just what you subscribe to as being. That is something that the legends have always talked about with music is not just being what the industry tells you that you are. Be an artist. Once you let the music do what it does, you're going to find yourself going in different places. Musicians talk about it all the time. You know, you're trying to make a fresh new hit, you know, R&B song. 
but you're losing the luster of it. However, you start studying into pop music a little bit. You start studying into a electronic, electronic dance music. You come back to your R&B, and now you have a new flavor to add to it. You know, at first it was swing music for jazz. You speed it up, get some nice licks and, 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 and closes and all that stuff, and now you have bebop. You get that bebop, you turn it down a little bit, you get cool, you add rock elements, you add all these other elements, and you get fusion. You're not limiting yourself when it comes to it. And granted, one thing I've, I've noticed within the genre of hip-hop and, or rap, whichever one you call it, is that for some reason, some are in to be the big money maker, others are in to be the poet, and then others are there to be a storyteller. And within the storyteller category, they split off into two different areas. One of them is the storyteller that's the poet. And then the other one is the storyteller that is just rapping from their heart as a community. These are most known as like trap rappers and stuff like that. They don't really care about the criticisms that come with their music. They're doing it because their community likes it and that's the life they live. And as a mature person, I have to understand that you cannot change people's minds when it comes to what they want to do with their lives. So for them, that's how the music is going to be. And it is what it is. So the lesson for this is you have to be better than them. You have to be better than them. I, I, can't, I cannot condone murder, but a, a, a good phrase that I've learned from my uncle is that if you're not cheating, you're not trying. And that emphasizes giving your full effort in whatever you're doing. So Mr. Rapper that may or may not have killed that person, you, you could be clear. You, you, you could be safe right now, or you could be extending your trial if your lyrics weren't so coincidentally matching to the case itself. Imagine instead of actually saying 40 caliber bullets, you called them something entirely different. And that doesn't mean just being creative and calling them hollows, because that is just a very simple pronoun nickname to hollow point bullets. I'm talking more precise. Talk, call it peas or something. Call it carrots. I don't know. The whole point is that as a rapper, you have to be creative with your words. It's not just about rhyming. I feel like I'm doing a music podcast now. I'm doing music crit criticism. But in all honesty, it's not just about being able to stay on the beat and rhyme. You're giving people poetry. In the beginning of rap, it was, it was Homeboy, they were the MC. And his job was just to keep the crowd going. It's like, it's like being at an open mic and you're just spitting some bars. 
You're supposed to be entertaining them. You can rhyme all the time, but is it is it is it flowing enough for the people? You 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 can go how now brown cow, and people would just be like, uh, okay. So I I've noticed that you know, it's hard being the oppressed. Granted, I live that life as well. So I totally understand the outrage with this. However, you know, lessons learned from previous generations and all of our different leaders and historical figures through the time has taught me that being better than them, and you know who exactly I'm talking about when I say them, is what is going to progress us and keep the plot going. So whether or not their music incorporates lyrics synonymous with ours, they are not the ones getting arrested for it. And it's hard to flip that. Like, how do we just say, go arrest that metal band? Go arrest this woman R&B artist. You know, the, the spotlight is on us. And the only way that you get the spotlight off of you is for being a bad actor. You got to be trash. So, so pick up exactly what I'm saying. This means we have to stop the actions in general from happening. Apparently, the, the, the trial was that the rapper killed a person because they tried to pay for cocaine with fake money, with counterfeits. Well, you, you don't hear a whole lot of cases about, you know, a, a metal band doing that. The, it's it's really hard to address this without giving more information. And I, I still feel shaky about this whole idea of it's only it's only exclusively for rap lyrics. I I wanna actually see the the notes from the courtroom. I, I wanna see where it says it in law for the state of Maryland for me to confirm whether this is exclusive to rap because I, I find that to be very, very precise and accurate if it's only for rap when music is a spectrum. So we, we got to get it together. Considering that R&B is one of the youngest genres in our time right now, It'll be going on the the fifty the the fifty year mark sooner or later within the next decade. It has been through a whole lot, and it has been one of the largest grossing genres on this planet. Everyone raps now, and a lot of rappers have been a part of what the rapper that just got convicted for has been a part of. 
you know, shoot, with some of our favorite rappers are people that we know that could have been convicted and sent to prison. You know, all of NWA, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, all the gangster rappers from the West Coast, Jay-Z, Biggie, all these big-time guys, we, we might turn an, turn an eye or ear to it, but they are exactly what I mean by being better than them. The guy that got arrested isn't a, a platinum record name. So it's going to be even easier to knock you down. There's not a record label to protect you. You know, he doesn't have a a posse. He doesn't have he doesn't have any kind of notoriety that could protect him. So being better than them is even more necessary. Jay-Z admits to all the the felonies that could have been, you know, a part of his record. And what got him through was being better than them, being accountable for himself. This, this is a very, I will call this a very controversial podcast because of the advice that I'm giving, being that I'm saying, you know, I can't tell you what to do, but if you do it, make sure you do it correctly. And those are the words exactly. So for all the other rappers, whether in the state of Maryland, across the country, across the world, if you're in some mess, you better make sure you're a good poet. Stay tuned for more episodes of the Debrief Podcast. Stay happy, stay healthy, peace and prosperity.